The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6 liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4 inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Event and across Turkey, lots of sunshine over there, but the wind picks up, bringing shamal wind across the Gulf. That's going to kick up a lot of dust and create some hazy sunshine. Now, as we move to the north of Africa, the heat continues to build across the northwest with heat wave conditions in Morocco. The temperature in Rabat picking up Saturday into Sunday, but further south of this, temperatures will be coming down across western parts of Africa. It'll be more in the way of windy weather with lots of hazy sunshine here too. Heavier rain rain affecting coastal areas of Nigeria, that central band of Africa, seeing lots of heavy rain through to Sunday. Much drier to the south of this. The winds pick up, however, for Tanzania, blowing some of that rain further north. It clears up for northern areas of Mozambique. Instead, we'll see some of that wetter weather starting to creep into Cape Town, but sunshine in Johannesburg at 19 degrees Celsius. July on Al Jazeera. Spain goes to the polls. After local elections saw a shift to the right, could the country witness another European far-right government? 101 East meets the Indian women breaking down gender barriers as they fight to become champions. St. Petersburg hosts African leaders from across the continent as Russia seeks to strengthen relations with the region. People in Power focuses on Somalia's fight for survival as years of drought and armed conflict have combined to create a humanitarian disaster. As food security becomes an increasing global concern, the United Nations launches a report examining food crises and hunger around the world. July on Al Jazeera. How do states control information? How does the narrative inform public opinion? How is citizen journalism reframing the story? The Listening Post dissects the media. We don't cover the news. We cover the way the news is covered. to another exciting edition of The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedu Lansa. Vaccines, that word is familiar, right? Obviously became quite popular in the past years and uh, very popular quite recently when COVID-19 hit us. A lot of skepticism about it. But today we're not talking about COVID-19 vaccines. We're talking about measles, about polio, about all the other diseases that children get vaccinated for. Why is it important for cute little babies as young as a day old to be subjected to such pain and discomfort? Well, today I'll be exploring the issue of vaccination in babies and children right here on this show. Do stay with me. I'll be back.
Hey there, thank you so much for staying on The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. Today, we are talking about vaccination in children, and I've got Ikuya Nyama with me. She is a nurse midwife at LMS Health, and uh, she will be taking us through everything vaccination, the most important points you need to know. Hello, Ikuya, how are you? Very well, thank you. I've heard of a midwife, I've heard of a nurse, I've not heard of a nurse midwife. Is there any specialty to that? Okay, so I'm a public health nurse okay. and then a midwife okay. as well. All right. Okay, those who like books. So that's a nurse midwife. If you're inspired, you can be like Ikea. Now, Ikea, vaccinations are very important um, for babies and children. But why is it so? Why must we subject cute little babies? And some of them are so, like, fragile. And then you have to prick them. And it's, honestly, a lot of women feel the pain on behalf of their babies. They watch their faces, they are like that. But they're not the ones taking the injection though. But why is it important for us to vaccinate children? Okay, so vaccination by way of definition is a substance introduced into the body to elicit immunity. So it is important because it goes into the future. Okay. Before the disease occurs, you are given a protection. So you don't even get a disease at all. Okay. That is why vaccinations are very, very important. There are some that are even given in pregnancy. Tetanus, diphtheria is a vaccine that is given whilst the mother is pregnant. And the mother passes some level of immunity to the baby. Okay. And so the baby is born and gets to go to a certain stage that he or she takes the vaccine by him or herself. And so... Pretty much vaccinations are the best and safest if mm. we're looking at and prevention has always been the best way. But can't we wait for them to grow a little older? Strangely, as you grow, you're not able to tolerate pain as you are young. Mm. And so most of the vaccines or the pain that they get to experience or exhibit, few adults can take it. Really? Yes. Wow, that is why that's it news is, to me. <laughs> yes, that's why we do circumcision in babies. We do we subject them to all those because at that time they're able to take in more pain than as they grow. Wow. Yes. Interesting. Okay, but um, some babies are left with I don't want to call them side effects. I don't know how you would term them. Um, one common one is a fever, right? So. You've told us that the vaccines are introduced into our bodies to help us fight something that may come up in the future. But how does it work? And why do they leave babies with, with, with those kind of high temperatures? So um, vaccines are made, and there are two different forms of vaccine. We have the live attenuated, where it's just the weakened form of the virus or the organism that has been used to manufacture the vaccine. And then we have the dead attenuated, where it's a killed form of the organism that has been used to manufacture the vaccine. Now, with the live ones, they, they offer more stronger immunity and then it, it lasts longer. Okay. Unlike the weakened ones. And if, with the weakened ones, you need quite a multiple of doses to get the desired immunity that we want when a vaccine is introduced into your system first of all it starts with a needle prick mm -hmm. and <laughs> there are some people that um, their system is such that and they, are, they can't take it yeah. once a prick goes yes and then with some babies uh, on the part of the ones doing the immunization if you land yourself in a wrong site okay you can injure the child However, when the 
antigen is introduced into you, it has to fight something in your system. Okay. To come up with a desired immunity. And so whatever reaction your body goes through to produce the immunity usually leaves them with a fever or mostly what we call the adverse uh, events following immunization. And as I said, it is expected, but with just pain medications, they are able to overcome it. And mm. Now, there's something interesting um, that I encountered. And, you know, when a child is born, there's, there's the one that is offered almost immediately. And then over the period up until they're about two years, they are given different vaccines. Is it possible for a child to be exposed to a certain virus before the due due period of taking that vaccination? So say chicken pox, for example. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that the child will contract the chicken pox before the scheduled time for taking that vaccine? Obviously. It's yes, because um, and even you can still vaccinate a child and the child will still get the disease later. Okay. Yes, that's also possible. And so that's why we have outbreaks of diseases. When we have an outbreak on our hands, babies who are not yet due, if you are scheduled for nine months to take measles, rubella vaccine, or yellow fever, and there's an outbreak on our hands, six months old child, when gets exposed, can suffer the disease. Mm. But then when you look at the schedule that has been laid down, that child is not due to take the vaccine. So usually when there's an outbreak like that, those children will be immunized. Okay. We won't wait because there's an outbreak on our hands. So those who are exposed, so yeah. maybe say in a certain community, if you realize that maybe there's a measles outbreak, you would want to vaccinate the children it's there? It's not just uh, those that are exposed. Usually okay. measles, um, SIAs are nationwide exercises that we do. When, mm. uh, like polio, for instance, mm. Even if we record one or two cases, we term it as an outbreak, and then it calls for like a reinforcement or a booster doses so mm. that we can get to cover a, quite a number of people. We call it herd immunity. We mm. give a larger group a certain level of immunity. And as I said, those that have been vaccinated to can get the disease Eventually. later. What cause, why, why is that? So there's what we call seroconversion, where when you introduce the vaccine to the child, the system is unable to produce the desired immunity. Okay. When it happens like that, the baby is still at risk, and so many factors can come in place. Also, there are some medical conditions that may make us delay in immunizing this child. Let's say a mother has HIV and delivers because we assume child has been exposed, BCG is to be delayed. Okay. Because when you introduce it and the child got the virus in utero, the child can actually develop the tuberculosis. Okay. Yes. And so you want to look at so many things before you do vaccinations mm. in general. Mm. Yes. And that's why here in Ghana we have the booklet, right? You, we have the booklet, and then we so that's why we've combined the mother's antenatal records with the immunizing because it gets it helps you to understand mm -hmm. or know the medical history of the mother and to know what to do for the child. And in Ghana, um, at birth, we're doing BCG, it's a very long name, 
So the BCG is actually someone's name. Okay. Because usually those that invent the vaccines, we name the vaccines after, after them. them. So Bacillus, Calmet, Guarin, it, I mean, it's a very long name. <laughs> that we have BCG, which is against tuberculosis. And then we have the oral polio yeah. uh, vaccine. And we do the O. The child takes four, which is recorded. But usually there are national exercises that comes to add because they are mostly the weakened form. So you need more boosters. So we do the oral polio vaccine, the O. And so the ideal situation is that we have to give hepatitis B to every baby. Mm. Now, when a woman is hepatitis B positive and delivers, because we say baby has been exposed, there's what we call hepatitis B immunoglobulin. In addition to the hepatitis B vaccine, that should be given to the baby to protect the child from developing the disease. Okay, so the general hepatitis B vaccine is administered. And then, and then the immunoglobulin, is, that is the ideal thing. That mm -hmm. is the right thing to do for a hep B positive mother, mother. who delivers. Mm -hmm. But they are expensive. And so, most people do not even do it. They just do the vaccine, leaving the immunoglobulin. And if the child is exposed, later the child can develop the disease. But at Elemas, per our protocol, every baby gets the Hep B vaccine. Because when a baby is born, a Hep B positive um, staff can actually infect your baby. Okay. And so we want to tread cautiously. When you deliver in America, in the Europe, or anywhere, Hep B is the first vaccine given to every baby. Okay. Yes. And in our book, it is there. I see it. So we do it. But then um, it hasn't been introduced as part of the EPI with the Ghana Health Service yeah. yet. So, but then I know facilities that, but Elimas is our protocol. So we, we do it in addition to your BCG and your oral polio vaccine. I'm grateful that you share this information and it's important because I remember when there was a shortage of vaccines and people were wondering where to access vaccines. Um, they were willing to pay for it because we know with the Ghana Health Service, those are free. And there were people who said, look, I can pay for I don't want my child to be exposed, especially to polio because that leaves life long-lasting effects on, on the children and so thank you for um, notifying us about LMS uh, provision of but apart from the head B do you offer other vaccines as there well? There are lots of vaccines we do so we go through the routine EPI which is the expanded program on immunization by Ghana Health Service so at six weeks a child gets the five in one vaccine that is diphtheria, pertussis, tetanus, hepatitis B and then hemophilus influenza type B all these vaccines are put together in one shot. And usually mm. that's what makes them run temperature. Okay. Because we are, I asked the, pregnant, uh, the mother, when you were pregnant, did you take tetanus injection? She said, how was it? Said, My hand was hurting. So mm. I'm like, okay, so take a mental picture with other four drugs having been added to tetanus. Ah, that's why they get the yeah. temperature. So they, then they understand. And everything has to do with communication. We... Man, Madam, in the like, I'm coming to give your child. A, we expect it, let the woman understand why, because five drugs being put together, obviously there will be some reaction. And then we give the pneumococcal um, vaccine against pneumonia in children, so prevnatetin or the pneumococcal conjugate, and then we drop the oral polio one, then rotaries, 
which is um, against the rotor virus. It's also an oral vaccine that we do. So at six weeks, we repeat it at 10 weeks. And then at 14 weeks, we will do all this and still add the IPV, which is the injection form of the polio, to it. Okay. Per the Ghana Health Service schedule, you are to... Uh, baby is not going to take any vaccine until six months, and then they take vitamin A supplements. Yeah. At six months, we do influenza. Mind you, we explain, and it's optional. Okay. Because some deliver outside, like in the U.S., they come and they want to continue the American schedule. Okay. So we stock all these vaccines so that because they, they are spending, let's say, a month or two and they want to go back. So they don't want to start hours that they cannot complete. Right. And so we, we get all this. And then nine months, you take your measles rubella vaccine. In some countries, they do measles mumps and rubella. But our schedule is measles rubella. And then you take your yellow fever vaccine. We don't do mumps. The children get it a lot. <laughs> in fact i remember there was a time a uh, pediatrician told me i have an i have a, an outbreak on my hands because almost all the children are coming with swelling uh, cheeks and jaw lines so I, i'm i'm very grateful that you've mentioned it but you know with every vaccine you mentioned a timeline um if somebody is watching us today and thinks that oh i want to give my child the mumps because i didn't get it in the public health facility but maybe that child has gone beyond the 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 age that you mentioned is it possible for them to access it as well obviously even adults are taking it okay for travel and other school once they're traveling from like a tropics or areas that are prone they will recommend or they will require that you are vaccinated before you come and so two years upwards that is when i would say that with the ghana health service structure they would have completed and so these additional ones come to add on okay and when we start at one year 18 months they would still take a second dose of the measles rubella and then a uh, meningitis a but then mind you the other strains of the meningitis and so two years we do the meningitis that has all the other strains acy and one year we add chicken pox we have vaccine for cholera we have, yes, we have vaccines for hepatitis A, which is more of a, through a foodborne, okay. contaminated food or water, because they are, they've done the B in mm. the 5 and 1. Mm. So mm. we do the A, and then the flu. They start school, and then they are getting running flu mm. all the time. So we do six-month flu vaccination until so they are two. So by the time your child is going to school, the child has a certain level of immunity, mm. and then 18 months we still do our measles rubella and then our meningitis A, and continue with every other one that they, they, they ask. Uh, I'm sure some mothers are saying, Oh, where have you been? I've been looking for you. <laughs> the cold, the flu, the kids go to school, and the whole house is down because they bring us terrible coughs and colds. So, um, I at the end of the show, I'll be telling you how to get in touch with uh, Nanika and her team at Elema so that you can get further detailed, more individual you know, care based on your situation. So we don't expect mothers to miss appointments when it comes to vaccinations, but it happens sometimes, you know. Something may come to distract them one way or the other. What is the first thing to do when you realize you've missed your appointment? You don't have to wait. Come. 
what happens with vaccination is that they are schedules. Sometimes when you delay or when the gap is widened, we do not get the desired immunity that we want to elicit. And so in some cases, like that, tisanol diphtheria, for instance, and I'm very much particular about that because the first dose we give to a pregnant woman gives no protection. Okay. So until you take your second dose, it goes to act on the first one to offer a certain amount of immunity. So if you just t take one and you don't come again, cause 90. That's a tetanus, right? Yes. Okay. Now, when the, wi the gap widens, in some cases, in some of the vaccines, I, I will let you start all over. <laughs> yes. Chicken pox is two doses. Maximum between six to eight weeks. You okay. should take your second dose. Okay. You are coming after like three months, like 20 weeks. Or what, what will happen to the first one? Because the second one goes to act on it to give you the desired immunity. And so if you widen the gap, mm. I'm tempted to start all over. Okay. However, there's still room that okay. we make. Right. So at least each vaccine, the schedule should not be, or the next doses should not be more than, uh, less than one month. Okay. Meaning within a month when you miss, miss you, you can come. Yes, right. So. right. You don't have an excuse mm. at all. You, you've, you've partly answered the question on what we can do due to unavailability and facilities like yours stock up and so. In fact, we never run short of vaccines. Okay. Even when that, that I, we, we always had vaccines. Okay. Yes. Okay. So we, we get people flying from Kumasi to come and take vaccine and go It's back. important. Yes. It's important, especially for the polio. And I had mothers who came, they were desperate, you yeah, know, know, saying that, hey, polio, dear Miss Roo, I'm scared of polio. <laughs> Every other thing, yes, but polio, I, I don't want my child to even <laughs> start exhibiting any signs any sign of it. Of. So thank you for making that available. Um, so you've just highlighted the importance of, of vaccines to us and how over the years they've proven to be effective in, in, in public health management. But there are some people who still say no. Some religious groupings, for example, say we don't accept vaccines um, or they do not subscribe to it because there are a lot of theories thrown out there, a lot of information on the internet, people sharing things they don't even understand. Mm -hmm. So today, if somebody is watching us who is skeptical about vaccines or who says that, oh, you people, it's just another way to turn us all into something else. You know, we don't trust the world of science and it's a grand scheme, something, something, new world order, you know, all the theories they throw around. What will your message be to them? So, I, someone was saying this, and I, I was asking the person that we pray, yes, we don't believe in our prayers. COVID came, and we're praying, God, give us a cure. God, give us a solution. Now we develop vaccines, and you're saying, yay, they want to kill us. <laughs> um, and people were dying from the disease, though they were being managed in the hospitals. So I want to say that prevention has always been the best compared to curative. When we are exposed to the disease, you can't tell who will survive it and who will not. Mind you, when a child is less than 18 years, the child belongs to the government. And so when push comes to shelf, there are some 
ways that the government intervenes because religion shouldn't stop a child from being vaccinated. You as an adult can take that decision. But once the child is under 18 years, it is mandatory. Okay. So you go to a time, that's how come all the restrictions with COVID and other, because until you put in some force, you won't get it. Mind you, if you, I protect my child by vaccinating, your child is not protected. And then we are, your child gets exposed and brings it to school. My child will be exposed to. And before my child's system will, hey, I have this immunity in me already. My child would have exhibited a very mild form of it before. And we don't want that to happen at all. I keep telling people that since the introduction of oral polio, how many times do we see babies with polio? If it wasn't that effective, why wouldn't we have stopped doing it for, mm. till now? I mean, measles, one mother's calling there, Auntie Ken, my baby has some rash, and I think it's measles. I said, if it's measles, you wouldn't be sitting on your phone telling me this because measles are deadly disease. I mean, it's a deadly disease. And few babies were surviving from measles infection. So if it is measles as you are thinking, then you wouldn't be holding your baby, being reluctant, calling me that, oh, should I come to her or should I wait? No. Vaccines have proven to be very effective. And I mean, we started with six childhood killer diseases. Mm -hmm. We're doing more than 13 now because the others we found out that we can still prevent them. And we are good at preventing. And I must commend the Ghana Health Service because the government of Ghana has done a, a, a human... I mean, prevention, we've, we've done well compared to other countries. I mean, I was talking to one doctor, and then he's like, when COVID came, doctors now had to be trained to give the vaccine. Because they're not used to it. Ghana, we had a system in place already. But Ghana, we just jumped on because vaccinations, we are good at it. We are good at it because we don't have much. And so we would want to prevent it than having the crisis on our hands. Because we may not have the system to manage the right. cases. And right. so we always will push for, give me any day and I'll choose prevention over curative. Because mm -hmm. I may not be able to survive it. Mm. Okay, there's a lot more to talk about, but we'll take a breather here. Go sip on some water. When we come back, we'll be finding out more on what kind of vaccines your child should be taken after the first two years, which is uh, the regular period where the Ghana Health Service is giving you mandatory vaccines. The key word here is mandatory. You heard it from the public health person, not me. And also we'll be breaking some myths. We'll be doing a truth or myth exercise. You don't want to miss that. Do stay with us.
Thank you for staying on The Baby Doctor with me, Bernice Abubedulansa. Today I've got Ekia Nyama with me. She is a nurse midwife at Elimas Health, and we've been talking about vaccination in children. So, Ekia, just before we took that breather, we were talking about, you know, different forms of vaccines, how people can access, what to do if you miss an appointment and all that. Um, but what should I be looking at as a mother beyond the two years? What are the other important vaccines that I must, you know, note down to ensure that my child has them even as they grow and develop? So um, children between 9 to 14 years in America are being given vaccine, uh, the Galaso vaccine, which is against HPV, the okay. human papilloma virus. That causes cervical cancer like a strain of it, uh, type 16 and type 18, it causes about 70 to 75% of the cervical cancer cases. Now, when we build this immunity, child is going to grow, and before they become sexually active, when they come in contact, even with the virus, they are not going to get, because they have the immunity in them. Right. We don't have it here. We have it at LMS, though, but then, Parents will still have to ask for it, and then mostly we're doing it for uh, adults who have screened and are negative, and they want to give it to them before they are exposed to the virus. Most of the other vaccines, usually from 12 months till the child is about two and a half, or the additional ones, we would have done. And so once the child starts school, we don't have any cause to worry. Okay. Until they're maybe traveling outside, and then there's a particular or certain type of additional vaccines that the country may require. All that is needed, all that is most um, predominant, or the disease that are predominant, like chickenpox, where we can have outbreak, like people getting chickenpox. We try to take care of it whilst they are under two years. And so once the child is two years upwards, we don't have much to worry about until they are about nine. Now with a child welfare clinic, or weighing, as we keep saying, is Wayne is just an aspect of the clinic. Okay. So we are actually going for a child welfare clinic because within the clinic, growth is being monitored. That is the weight. We are checking the height. We are doing the vaccination. We are doing counseling. All these things comes together as a clinic. Mm. So if you say, I'm going for weighing, it's as if once your child is weighed, that's it, you're, you're allowed to go home. No, but that's what happens in most public places. Because now you say checking height. I don't know. I've always wanted to ask. And I don't know if you all can relate. <laughs> the weight is checked, though, but the height, <laughs> even at birth, is left blind. This week at Macy's, summer is in full swing. So save on fresh updates with your coupon or Macy's card. With an extra 20% off when you shop online or an extra 15% off in store. That's on top of great prices on shorts, tees, swim, even outdoor toys and games. Plus get 40 to 50% off during our great sandals sale. Macy's Star Rewards members earn rewards on every purchase except gift card services and fees. Learn more at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Savings off sale and clearance prices exclusions apply. A podiatrist will tell you about your feet. A physical therapist will analyze your gait. A psychologist will help you manage your anxiety. But what if your walk affects your hip alignment and the loss of movement affects your mental health? The body is connected in unseen ways. That's why our doctors work together to care for all that is you. Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Learn more at kp.org. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Progressive presents an ad from mom. What does it say here? 
Bundle your home and auto insurance with Progressive and get protection round the clock. You know what? I'm sorry. I, I think it should be around. <laughs> what are you signaling? Me to stop talking? Oh, all right. I'll, I'll stop talking. No, just had to tell me. That's all you Get round the clock protection when you bundle and save with Progressive. It's easier than getting your mom to make this radio ad. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Wake up, people. You're optimizing every waking hour of your life. From carpooling kids to work to friends and everything in between, you have to get sleep and a bed that can perform as well as you do. Meet the next generation Sleep Number Smart Bed. It effortlessly adjusts to your shape, position, and movements. Learning how you sleep so you learn to sleep better. Night after night. Sleep next level. Only from Sleep Number. The Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed is now only $8.99. Plus special financing. Ends Monday. See store for details. At the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With savings on top brand appliances, like a new LG Counter Depth Max refrigerator with ultra-large capacity on the inside and a seamless look on the outside. Or an LG oven with built-in air fryer for crispier, healthier cooking. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Get special buy savings, plus up to $1,000 off select kitchen appliances like this exclusive LG kitchen package at the Home Depot. Switch to Boost Mobile and get the ultra-smooth, ultra-powerful iPhone 11 for $49.99. Heat and stutter. See every angle with dual cameras. Make it a double. All on America's largest 5G networks. Large and in charge, baby. Get with the power of Boost and get the iPhone 11 for $49.99. That's half a Benjamin. Boost Mobile. Unleash your power. ID verification required. New customers only at one per line. Additional restrictions apply. See BoostMobile.com for details. Oh no, the height. So we usually check full length, head circumference. At best, we do it. Mm. Yes, we do it. I have to go and check oh, again. Please no. check. That's one day I know. <laughs> uh, no, uh, that's under <laughs> seven wives and haven't been in the neighborhood. We check the, uh, the chest circumference, mm. the head circumference. That and yes. full length. That one, yeah. Mm. Oh, I can buy for Please, my book. I'll bring you my book. Yes. Please. In fact, my books. So if you come and it's, it's in it. Oh, I owe you lunch. <laughs> <laughs> so we check and then with the weights, for instance, ideally we are saying that by the time the child is one year, the child should gain about three times the best weight. And so we monitor the growth pace. And then we draw it on a graph mm-hmm. to see how the pace is going because the other lines, we don't want the child to be on it. Every six months, so your child is five years. Your child needs to take vitamin A supplement. A. Yes. Hmm. And every six months. Every six months. And so is that given at public health facilities yes. as well? Yes. It's in the book. That red capsule. So at six months, we give the blue capsule. And then from one year upwards, we give the red capsule. So I encourage my mothers that, okay, it's oral. It's just a drop. So even if you can't bring the child, you come with a book. I put it in a drag envelope. I record the date. And then when they pick their children from school out, they just drop it. And they, they get to... So I monitor my clients. Well, why sure. is the vitamin A important? Oh, it corrects any issue on the eye. It's a retinol. And you, we say that what the child is eating, the vitamin A that they need may not be enough. So this yeah. comes it's as a supplement. supplement. Yes. Mm. Because you know they are eating parting at that time. They don't like certain fruits and all that. And so at least this will come. And it is like the 200,000 IU. Very strong to be in the child system for about six months. Until a new dose is given. So you don't say, okay. They usually say, I'm done with taking all my injections. So yeah, what, so that's what is it. it? Yeah. No. 
Mm. Please. So it means in a year you'll be going twice. Okay. Just so the child is five, five years. years. Okay. And I, most of my mothers, they are very religious because I'm so much on them. <laughs> and some of them, yeah. I even set reminders. Okay. I, I go that extreme for them. And so they're like, hey, if I don't go and take it, don't take care. I'm like, don't call me when there's an emergency. So do this as a condition and then I also do this okay. for you. Yes. Okay. I think it's because of the pressure because, I mean, you're right. Most mothers would relax after all the injections are uh, immunizations are done and you feel like okay no those are the serious ones that's for the other ones and even checking the weight of the child you know a lot of them stop at about two and a half years uh, they don't check years. the weight it of the child again just after 18 months once they are done with the government vaccination because mostly the vaccinations the injections it ends at 18 months now they are done no? mm. because and so we introduce the even with the malaria vaccine, it still ends at eighteen months because it's that six months, seven months, nine months, and then the last one is that once they are done, they are done. Like the clinic is, has ended, mm. time no day. Mm. It's either we are starting for another baby. If the mother is pregnant, yeah, Charlie, I know right. The other one is you get it. So to stand aside. So, <laughs> but then what we are saying is that, and I'm advocating for it that. Every six months, at least, your child needs the vitamin A. They get, they, they feel so unwell, children, and then they lose weight mm. to gain height. Okay. Then they eat or fill up. And then, so you will still want the height to be measured. So when you come, we have our heart chart, and then we, we do it too, so that we, we plot it to see as the pace that the child is going, is it correlating with the age? Mm. Because at some point, you're not cons much concerned about the weight of the child. You're much concerned about the total well-being of the child, the activity of the child. Is it corresponding with the age of the child? Because if you want your child to be uh, plumpy or how they put it, uh, oh, chubby. Mm. Your child can be chubby. And wouldn't be hearing. Okay. So when you come, we do all these well, assessments. Yeah. So there's a child welfare. Exactly. So when uh, there's a sound and the child is not turning towards that direction at a certain age, it gives us a concern. And it's not just about the vaccination because we are doing a total welfare of the So the developmental milestone of the child. In the book, you see that at a point the child is sitting, the child is crawling, the mm. child is walking and the child is running at the age is the child doing that activity mm. and these are basic that you don't really need specialist specialists because we may all not find that opportunity so we should expect that when we go to weigh in as we term it and pair the age of my child the the person attending to me the public health assistant or a nurse or a midwife or whoever it is should at least have the time to ask me those quick questions. Yes. Is the child walking? Is the child talking? Is the child hearing when you when they hear a sound? But we don't get that. That's the ideal situation. But sometimes you know the workload. I mean the overwhelming numbers of mothers. And these same mothers don't have time. There's so much now to go to the market. I mean I worked in a public facility for like fourteen years and so I, I have I have experience of every area. And so I still did field epidemiology at 
masters and then I still ventured into outbreak investigations because then it took me from the, the clinical setting more to the field right. to understand how disease outbreaks and how our health-seeking behaviors works because you are even asking questions and they don't have the time because there's so much in a hurry to go and sell in the market mm. or something. So it, it's, it, it boils down to it. And then you know how many people have even completed school and are staying at home unemployed. I mean, if those numbers were to add on, it would ease more of the pressures. And then we can get to answer some of the those questions. questions yeah. But we're so overwhelmed. I can understand. And you're conducting the child welfare clinic under some tree somewhere. The rains have come in. Um, you're yeah. a whole lot. Yeah. And so... It doesn't allow them to really to give do those the, things. Yes, but they, they really want to do it. Yeah. But when they get a chance, they do it. I think the other thing is, on the flip side, as a mother, maybe you should express some concern. And beyond taking the injection, ask the nurse or the midwife or whoever it is, a community nurse, oh, what should I expect to be seeing in my child? Maybe just a quick chat. And here again, I'll share a story of a woman who went for weighing and was told by one nurse that, you check the weight, you can go. And she's like, no, you're supposed to give an injection. She said, the nurse says, no. But the mother said, I want to cross-check. And she says, my child is at this age. And in the book, he's supposed to take an injection. And so sometimes, like you say, probably it was the stress of the day. She was overwhelmed. But it is important for mothers to also make the effort in asking your healthcare provider what you should expect. So I tell my mothers that that book you are holding is not... Go through it. Mm. Even if you can't read, you can see pictures. Right. Because we've made it so pictorial that danger signs in pregnancy, bleeding, a woman is vomiting. You will see it. Same with the feeding of newborns. Same with vaccinations and other things. We've made it so pictorial. So if you see something and you, you are not seeing it, in your, when you come, because mind you, we are also human beings and we can yeah. get overwhelmed. Um... There's a story of a midwife who lost her child, uh, oh. I mean, her pregnancy, and was back in the labor with two weeks conducting delivery. Wow. Yes. You expect this midwife to give up her best. But unknown to you on the other side, you don't know what she's equally going through. And so sometimes I try to make room because when they come like, and the nurses, and the nurses, mm -hmm. the nurses are coming from the community. We turn them out with a certain attitude and then they bring it to the world. Mm. So, please, take responsibility as a mother too. Because I have instances where some of my mothers, they prompt me and take care. So, when I remember, I tell you ahead. Next month, when you come, I will do this for you. Right. So, when they, you said that, mm. okay. so I go through the books with my mothers like that. Right. And I've done this for like 17 years. So when you ask me and I'm even sleepy, I can tell you, okay, check this page for me. Check this page yeah. of this book. Do this. Yeah. Like page numbers. Mm. Do this. Okay, take a picture of this place and send to me. I'm like, okay, have you seen this yourself? So this is what we'll do. And then we are all on the same. Right. So sometimes I go into the future with them before they even come. Like, okay, when you come, I'll do this. So if I forget, remind me. Right. It doesn't make you less of a nurse. I mean, it lessens your burden because by the time they're coming, due to the emergency on your hand, 
a client comes and then they are due for vaccination. Another child has asthmatic attack. I have to nebulize. Mm. Mm. At a clinic, at a child welfare clinic, and some can get reasoning like anything, then what happens? Immunizations can wait by then. Yes. And then we nebulize this baby or save it. But communication. And you know, sometimes if you don't have the answers, we tend to be a little bit angry just mm -hmm. as a defense mm -hmm. mechanism. Yeah, right, right. But it's not the best. Mm -hmm. I tell my mothers, please, I don't know this. I will ask and get back to you. Yeah. And Auntie Claire, dear, um, if she doesn't know, she'll tell you. Because right. it's better than giving you a wrong information and then. We are all on the same page. Yeah, right. I think it's better. Yes. Right. So it's a shared responsibility, uh, as you've heard. It is important that as a mother, you, you are curious enough to know what's happening with your child. And so uh, you heard that you must be interested in the well-being of your child. Now, let's, let's do this little exercise, right? I call it truth or myth, right? Truth or myth. The first one is, Vaccines can make children autistic. Yes and no. It's a no, outright answer. But I'm saying yes because some vaccines have been, a solvent in certain vaccines have been linked to it. Nonetheless, we are saying that autism has to do with more of a genetic malfunction. And so if you're not on the spectrum, if you don't have a trace of autism, it can't go and bring it. Okay. That's that's the literal. Someone said at a, somewhere that okay, I did family planning, IECD, and then I developed cervical cancer. But research shows that cervical cancer is caused by a virus. The, a virus. If you and the IECD, when we place it in you, can last for ten years. The virus, when you are introduced, can hide and persist between ten to fifteen years before they cause the disease. Now, later years, when you are found, it is very possible for you to say it's the IED that brought the cancer. Mm. But then, if the virus wasn't there, they wouldn't have caused anything. And so there should be something genetically before this thing can maybe hasten it or mm. escalate it. Okay. But it doesn't cause it. Autism. Yes. Right. Okay, number two. Some vaccines contain toxic substances. It is not true. What okay. toxins here means? Mm. Because every it's either the weakened form or the um, the dead form, and based on how strong it is or the way they elicit their immunity and how they the reaction that goes on in the body that's what makes them think that okay maybe it's poisonous. COVID vaccine came just as you're saying, and then people were being hospitalized after everything. Once it's novel. Mostly you get some reactions. And then we learn because it's a evidence-based practice which keeps going. We research into it and then, okay, let's modify this. Let's take this out. Let's, but they, are, they don't contain any. Okay, so since you introduced the, the COVID vaccine conversation, <laughs> some say vaccines contain certain chips or magnetic substances <laughs> that allow you to be monitored or uh, manipulated or controlled. It is not true. But even on the chip, I've always said, hey, but how do you see a chip in a but vaccine? You get it. And then if you are to monitor, looking at the number of people that took the vaccine, how do you monitor everybody? Who is going to do that job? <laughs> because 
you can do my, how many people can you monitor at a time even on your cctv there's still a certain corners and still you can't get it so it's not true these are all myths yes. okay so there's another one that suggests that natural immunity is better so they say for example allow the child to be exposed to the virus on their own influenza a lot of children have it right so the body itself will it will go through the cycle the body will build the immunity they may get another form of a, a flu virus the body will build its own immunity the, peop the people who believe that nature has its own way of taking care of things so instead of allowing a certain produced uh, vaccine to be put into your system just allow the body to find its way around it but then we may not have the luxury because we didn't know who is going to survive it or who will not mm. because if we are talking of say uh, measles a lot of babies were dying from measles so why would you want the baby to be uh, uh, infected with measles before developing the immunity if the, that child dies what is the immunity you understand so it's that in some cases like uh, the passive one which mothers give to their babies i mean it's within but even that when babies are born we still introduce it to them for them to elicit their own immunity and so you might want to wait but you can't tell whether your child will survive it or not mm. if they are infected with the disease so it's a probability game you don't want to play because exactly. you can't tell and the rate at which they will die from the disease is higher than survival okay. so why would we want to go on that tangent right okay so you have some education here on whether natural immunity is better well that's a myth okay now there are those who also believe that okay you can give the vaccines but for the first one year that's too much for a child to handle <laughs> that's just too many vaccines for a child or a baby to handle but it's within those one year two that they are very fragile they are prone their immunity is very low and so if we don't give them that um this active immunity from the vaccines we are giving the chances of babies not surviving the disease when they are infected is high and so the earlier the better mm. yes okay the next one is vaccines can give children the diseases we are trying to prevent so there are those who say that i took a shot for influenza but i'm beginning to feel the symptoms or show the symptoms feel the symptoms show the signs of influenza so cause 90 and uh, so usually when babies or children are vaccinated they can be exposed to the disease but then they will uh, in some cases they will suffer a very mild form of it unlike okay. if they hadn't been vaccinated at all okay. and then in some cases they will not get the disease at all okay. because i know adults who have come in to take chickenpox vaccine because they have never gotten chickenpox and they don't want to get it babies will al always elicit certain kind of immunity from vaccinations and what happens is as i said the body goes through certain kind of fights to give the immunity it desired and as it is going through they can you can force it you can that's where the temperature comes in and all the adverse events but it is uh, the body's way of fighting with or generating the antibodies 
okay. to build the immunity. Okay. And then, in some cases, they will get it before they are exposed. And right. so, yeah. But then, babies can be exposed to... So, I, I say that you can be vaccinated but not get immunity. And you can get immunity but without vaccination. Okay. Because when we give the vaccination, there's a certain thing we're looking out for. It's a cold chain. When you break the chain, you alter the potency of the vaccine. And so you would have given the vaccine all right. But because you altered the potency of the vaccine, the child may not get the desired immunity. And though vaccinated, child can still get the disease. How do we alter the potency of the vaccine? Usually it's going to be done by the health worker. Okay. So how we handle the vaccine. Okay. That's how come it's always in a cold box. And some parts is done by the parents. When we immunize, it's within a certain temperature, plus 2 to plus 8. We say that, okay, when you notice a swelling, reddening, or anything, put ice on it. Some will go and rub kerosene. Yes. Some will rub shea butter. Some introduce hot items. Oh, and then okay. you alter the potency of the vaccine. It's not just altering. You are going to cause a reaction at the injection site. Because they are not just... They massage the place and... <laughs> Kerosene, them. I have not heard that before. Oh, they do a lot of things. Mm. In fact, they do a lot of things. Oh, now since we are now the year, so now my mother says, I I've heard a lot because I've worked in a rural area before. I've worked in the city. I've I've done a little bit some, so I know <laughs> of the things they can put on it. Yeah. Don't do this. That's what they are doing. And when they come, they won't tell you this is what I did. Okay. So they will make it look like, oh, adverse event following immunization, then your head is like, because there are forms you need to fill, we need to trace that particular batch of vaccine, yeah. because if it's something that we have to recall that batch, and then all the FDA investigations, we have to, we want to, it's, it's a whole lot of things. So when we give instructions that, okay, if mm. the, you notice any reaction, let's say reddening or hardening of the put ice on it if it's not subsiding report back and then let us manage it for you because in some cases it ends up in abscess when we end up in the theater for incision and drainage we have to incise or open up the site take whatever passes there drain it and then when we could have and they won't tell you this is what i did mm. please the abscess uh, for for those of you who are not too familiar like with it's a, a localized swelling uh -huh. of the injection site <laughs> yes usually right and the hardening from the five in one the one they take at six weeks ten weeks and fourteen weeks is it's very common okay. but then all you need to do is to apply your cold compress yeah. and then it's a, a suit or subsidence okay we, we're left with the last point on the truth or myth but since you've brought in the the bit of the aftercare for immunized children. Let me just find out from you. Um, there are those who believe that before the child even takes the injection, um, there are some things you can give them or there's a way you can prepare them so that the, the impact or the effect of the vaccine is not as serious. <laughs> so, if you're not sick, why are you taking medication? Okay. We give the pain medication to go and act on something that is happening in the child. Okay. Vaccine hasn't been introduced yet, and you've given your para or your pain antipyretic already. What is it acting on? Mind you, all the reactions babies get from vaccination, it is not every child. All right. And so if you hurriedly go and give 
the power syrup and your child may not even react at all. What have you done? You're just giving nothing a, a medication which is not going to do anything in there, and it it will become a, a tossing in them because if you're doing exclusive, I know of someone doing exclusive breastfeeding, and so when we even give the uh, immunization, she won't give oral power. She will give put suppository. She doesn't want anything <laughs> to disrupt her like her exclusive, exclusive. <laughs> you know. So and when we give the vaccine, the reaction doesn't occur instantly. Okay. And so there's still time that you can always give your pain medication after the uh, antigen or vaccine has been introduced into the child and never before. So you recommend that we do it after and that is even if the child develops because the fever. The fever doesn't come sudden. You will feel some warmth, then you give. It goes to act on it as at the time it is happening. Mm. But if you give way, and they some give hours before they come because they think that is what is going to prepare the system, it will wear off. And so by the time the pain is setting in and you are giving another one, it is now going to kick in because the first one had worn out earlier than you anticipated. Mm. And in some cases, we ask you to do tepid sponge where you do lukewarm water. And mind you, you have to start from the feet. Oh. You don't start from the head. Okay. By the time it gets up here, it would have registered. But when you start from the head, the child can start. And if there's high temperature, the child can convulse. You're, you're learning a lot here on Baby Doctor. And that's why this show has been put together. So for those of you who um, prefer to, uh, as we say, sponge your child when they have a temperature, please always start from the feet. And uh, what should the what should the temperature of the water be? Oh, it should be lukewarm. It shouldn't be that cold water. Okay. Because you, so when you put cold, when the child has temperature and you are applying cold water, it's like your car having overheated and you are pouring an iced. Yeah. You will shut the system and it's not good. Okay. But when you bring in a lukewarm water, and you should always test it with the back of your hands. Not in your palm. Okay, back. Yes, so okay. that you know that it's a bit look. It's not too hot. It's not too cold. Okay, and it will still bring the temperature down. Okay, so it, it goes like it neutralizes the the temperature that's already in the system. So as the child's temperature drops, can I increase it from lukewarm to a little bit cooler and cooler? We want a tepid water. Okay, and the tepid is lukewarm. Okay, but it's not hot, not cold. Okay. So to our last uh, point on myth versus truth, better hygiene can prevent infections compared to vaccines. And so wash your hands, cover your nose, don't touch your face. All the things we had to do, all the protocols we had to observe in addition to <laughs> getting a COVID vaccine. There are those who believe that. Why not just do those ones and avoid introducing certain elements into your body that they think... Um, you know, you can do without. Hygiene in general is the best thing. Nonetheless, you will be doing all that you have to do as in observing all the personal and environmental hygiene. Is your neighbor doing same? Okay. And that it still puts you at a risk because if you're doing it, I'm doing it. Then it gives us a, a room not to worry. But just as you're doing it, someone is not. Look, the year COVID came and they were locked down. We didn't record any cholera outbreak. 
everybody was washing their hands. Everybody was. Now we've thrown all the cautions to the wind, and we're getting some outbreaks which we didn't record within the year that we're battling COVID because hand sanitizers, hand washing, like everybody no wearing shaking hands, wearing the distancing. But now we've thrown all the cautions, and we will we will not all act same at the same time. Okay. And so we protect ourselves the better or we prevent ourselves the better. And prevention has always been better than cure. As we say, prevention is better than cure. And for me, prevention is my business because I keep saying I may not live to survive it if I am infected. And so if there's a way I would prevent it, I, would want, I wouldn't want to get it at all. Then, because being sick is not fun. Mm. It's never fun. And so, and especially when your child is sick, you are equally sick. Look, if your child needs to, it's not a pleasant thing to go through. Child has flu, can't breathe, it's so restless. And the caution here is that flus are viral infections. And so, giving antibiotics mm. is another thing, which is a no-no because... It's not a bacterial infection. Please don't abuse the antibiotics. Well, uh, I'll be back to wrap up the conversation. But here are your tips for today. Hope you learned something from them. Tidbits on vaccination. Use an ice pack or cold compress when you notice swelling and redness at the site of injection. Remember to always make time for your next vaccination appointment. Ensure that your child is fully immunized. Remember, prevention, they say, is always better than cure. And those were your tips for today. Quickly, in wrapping up the conversation, let me just say a very big thank you to Elemas Health. Elemas Health is located at 10A Volta Street at Airport Residential Area, very close uh, to the National Service Secretariat. You can also call them on 024-80755-68024807568. And uh, Nanekia is with LMS Health. She is a nurse and a midwife, and she'll just run you through the important vaccines they have available for your children uh, so you can make an informed decision on your child's health. Nanekia. So aside all the government vaccines, which we do, we have vaccines for influenza, that's the flu, and then we have chickenpox, we have hepatitis A, we have cholera, we have typhoid fever vaccine, yes, and then the meningitis vaccine, we have all the strain. We have the MMR, the one with the mumps, and then we have the Gardasil vaccine for HPV, even in Gone, okay. or older children, and right. so anytime you can come in, then all right. Danica and her team will be looking out for you. Do give them a call. Do visit them uh, at the airport residential area. Tell them you watch the baby doctor. And uh, who knows, there'll be a nice package for you. Well, before I go, let me also say thank you so much to Azel Vogue for my dress. You can find Azel Vogue on Instagram. And uh, you would find the name uh, coming up on your screen shortly. Or you can contact Azel Vogue on 244 and also a big thank you to Think Media, where you're bringing you the show from. All your media work, creative, event organization, anything you need creative-related, find Think Media, and they will be able to sort you out. Well, 
it's time to say goodbye but you know we are always interactive do find us on facebook baby doctor is the name and my name is bernice abu bay dulansa always serving you the best when it comes okay let's get this cavity filled uh doctor i think your tank is leaking laughing gas Gas? <laughs> Did you hear you can save on gas at BJ's Wholesale Club? Wait, you can save on gas at BJ's? <laughs> yeah, members save on everyday low gas prices. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> nope, these savings are no joke. <laughs> BJ's, absurdly simple savings. Shop today. Not a member? Go to BJ's.com slash simple savings. We're recording this progressive commercial on a real boat to let people know that when you bundle your home, boat, and other vehicles... What was that, Flo? Progressive saves you money, Jamie. Why are we doing this on a boat? We were going for authenticity. We're going to the city? Authenticity. You mean Atlantic City? But we're not in the Atlantic. Are we? Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. Comes to the health of your baby and your child because happy children always make happy homes. See you in our next episode. Take care. enough to be the light and the heart of our society. I am committed to ensuring that these NGOs are supporting government's efforts and not the opposite. We have developed a very effective cycle of admitting and rehabilitating young women in need. I don't want to be a survivor. I don't just want to be the program. I want to be considered. Get her ready. You're saved and you're brought here to make something of yourself. Only rule is that you stay as good girls. Our investigations here focus on organizations with a seemingly clean sheet. You will fail. You know why? Because I need the rules.
of his house, and sellers of his cars, give him a percentage for every contract he brings. My opponent sits here and turns against the motion for once having for making money legally. Wrong! Hey. The biggest debate competition in Ghana is back. Which side do you represent? For or against the motion? Stay glued to your superstation Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime as we bring to you the biggest stage where schools in Ashanti show their prowess through debate. Rally behind your alma mater to glory as gallant young men and women from the various senior high schools in Ashanti elucidate their stance on matters of national interest. Venue is the Christian Service University College. Catch us live on Love 99.5 FM on Facebook at Love 99.5 FM, Joy Learning and Joy Prime, 2 p.m. each day. The Love FM High School's debate, trumpeting the voice of young ones on issues of national interest. This event is brought to you by your superstation, Love 99.5 FM, the Ashanti Regional SRC and the Regional Directorate of Ghana Education Service Ashanti and CHAS. This program is in partnership with Pepsodent. Rasta Chocomold from Twilliam Industries, Christian Service University College, Jackson Educational Complex, Cowbell, Madam Catherine, Freital and Fortune Rise from Wilma, and sponsored by Zest Consult, Pidato Company Limited, CBS Industries, Top Choco, Ultimate Fashions, Flora Tissues, supported by A new addition with a new twist, new recipes, a new style, new delicious plates, and new critics. This is Big Chef Tertiary. It's a battle of Ghana's tertiary schools with the best chefs with the sharpest knife. Make a date Sunday, 25th of June, 2023 at 5pm as we outstore the schools representing your region at the launch of the mating edition of Big Chef Tertiary. Just get better anytime your favorite shop, Melcom says it day for you and got you covered with all your daily need items. Continue shopping on products ranging from groceries, stationery, electronics, homeware, kitchenware, furniture, home decor, electrical, and many more at low prices. Terms and conditions apply. Melcom, where Ghana shops. For the most anticipated youth empowerment event of the year. The Magdan Youth Connect Summit is back. This time, it's coming to the vibrant city of Cape Coast. Get ready to connect with Dr. Daniel McCauley. Friday, 30th June 2023 at the new Examination Center. University of Cape Coast from 3 p.m. sharp. Don't miss this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to engage in thought-provoking panel discussions and unlock your full potential. Mark your calendars and get ready for an unforgettable Day of inspiration, networking, and empowerment at the McDonald Youth Connect Summit 2023 on Friday, 30th June 2023, at the new Examination Center, University of Cape Coast, from 3 p.m. sharp.
Ghana will be hosting the 2023 version of the World Convention of the Full Gospel Business Men's Fellowship International on July 13. I mean, some 2,500 Christian businessmen and women from all uh, continents of the world are expected to congregate in Ghana for that meeting. We're lucky today to sit with the coordinator of the ladies wing of the uh, full gospel uh, businessmen's fellowship uh, and she's no other person than um, Mrs. Matoba Emitatha. I'm glad to sit with you. How are you? I'm very well, thank um, you. What have you been up to? I've been in my corner, minding my own business, <laughs> writing books and editing books okay. and training authors. Mm. So you are the national coordinator of the ladies' wing of the Full Gospel Business Men's Fellowship International. What, what are ladies doing in a men's fellowship? Yes, the ladies in the fellowship are called ladies of the fellowship. Okay. So I'm the national coordinator of the ladies of the fellowship Ghana. Okay. Full Gospel is predominantly a men's organization mm -hmm. as was given to the founder okay let me just put it in perspective for you an Armenian American dairy farmer had a vision mm -hmm. where God asked him to form a fellowship okay based on the fact that a lot of men would rather drop their families at church and not go to church Okay. and go and sit in either hotels and drink or play golf and then after the church service go and pick their families mm. so in the vision God told Demos Shakarian to find these men and let them congregate where they go, the hotels and talk about themselves and talk about God so that what they miss out from the church they would gain. Okay. So that was the genesis of full gospel. Mm. So it was predominantly to men, and that was how Demo started this. But along the line, the men were coming with their wives, okay. just not to as members, but the wives would tag along, and then the wives would serve the tea and the coffee and whatnot. Mm. Gradually, other women who were not spouses of the men who went to full gospel also find their way there. Okay. So in 2012, the international office decided that something had to be done. Okay. And so the ladies of the fellowship was formed. Mm -hmm. And in Ghana, in 2013, it was inaugurated. Okay. So just briefly to give you a background. Oh, wow. Yeah. Interesting. So um, the, the women, how would you describe this one? Is it different from what we, we've come to know as uh, women aglow? How different is this one? Women Are Glow is a women's fellowship. Okay. Whereas Full Gospel is a men's fellowship. Mm. Men meeting, sharing their testimonies, ordinary men, doctors, lawyers, plumbers, teachers, tailors, teachers meeting, talking about what God has done for them. So that means that in Full Gospel, you must be gainfully employed to be a member. Yeah.
Okay. You must also be a Christian. However, if you're not a Christian and you find your way there, one of the things that will happen to you is you'll be helped to come to the saving knowledge of God. Okay. So men meet and talk about themselves and the women are part of the men. We work on chapter basis. Okay. So for example, in Ghana, we have chapters all over Ghana. I belong to the East Legon chapter okay. and the chapter has men and women. Mm. So men hold positions. Yeah. Women are not elected to positions, okay. but women can be appointed. Sure. So for example, I was appointed national coordinator of the ladies of the fellowship, okay. but I cannot become a chapter president. Okay. Yeah. So we, together with the men, meet once a week. We call it seminar meetings, okay. where we talk about things to do with business, because you know we are businessmen and women. Yeah. So we have seminar meetings where we talk about different things like careers, we talk about um, marketing, we talk about finance, we talk about any social thing you can think of. And then we also talk about spiritual things. Because okay. one of the things that happens in full gospel is when you come, you will be empowered spiritually. Okay. For example, if you don't know the gifts that you are endowed with, mm -hmm. you will be helped to identify your gifts. Yeah. And you'll be trained in a way that you can use those gifts effectively for yourself and also to glorify God. Okay. So l let's talk about how effective the ladies have been in this fellowship so far. With the ladies, there's a national executive. And a national executive, if you like, oversees all the ladies' affairs in the country. Okay. Under the national executive, we have various ministries. We have a prison ministry, a schools ministry, we have an orphanage ministry, hospital ministry, maternity ministry, we have a um, market ministry, we have a publicity section. So, for example, under the school's ministry, every Friday, mm. the team goes to schools to talk to the children about God, morals, and things. Okay. We have a prison ministry where they visit the prisons, not just to donate food items and things, but also to engage the warders and the prisoners in talks as to how to change their lives. Okay. The maternity ministry also does the same. The hospital ministry also does the same. Okay. So that is nationally what we do. In every region, we have a ladies coordinator a regional ladies coordinator. And the regions, if you like, mirror what is done national. So that, for example, if we are going to... Last month, for example, the prison ministry went to the secondary prison. Instead of people going from Accra to go to secondary, the secondary ladies of the fellowship will organize everything, and just a couple of people will go from Accra, and it is done. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so um, how do you then um, respond to accusations that the fellowship in general, and that means the ladies and the men, have not really done much or have failed in the fight against corruption and immorality in our society? Are you saying that we have been accused of that? Yes. By who? Well, I mean, because it is one of your mm. 
core mandates or the, one of the things that you champion, people think that you really haven't done much in that direction. You know, fighting against corruption and things takes different, different forms. In the full gospel businessmen's fellowship, we have what we call unashamedly ethical. Okay. Unashamedly ethical is a global movement that anybody can belong to. Okay. Full gospel as a fellowship is a member of unashamedly ethical. Okay. And what unashamedly ethical stands for mm. is to help people in whatever business you are doing, wherever you are, to be ethical in what you do. Mm. Therefore, for example, if you are a contractor and you are not a full gospel and you are also signed on to unashamedly ethical, you make an understanding, you make a commitment that in your business you will follow ethical rules and you will do your business ethically and you will not cut any corners. Okay. That, in my view, it's working against corruption and everything. Mm. Okay. Again, one of the things we do as a body in our training, the seminars I'm talking about, is to empower people to know that they have to be ethical in whatever they are doing. Mm -hmm. And we teach them and we encourage them to do things with moral, ethical values. Okay. So if we are training people, and if we are in different chapters, and if our members mm. are ethical, then we have definitely supported the fight in corruption. Mm. What, what are the ladies um, in the fellowship doing about the rising unemployment rate, especially among uh, female school leaders? So the ladies, for example, when the teams go to the school, we have paid school fees, we have helped people acquire skills. Mm -hmm. One of our flagship programs is the markets ministry. Okay. And in the markets ministry, women who are illiterate have been taught how to read and write first in the local language okay. and then in English, primarily so that whatever they sell, they can be able to do basic bookkeeping and accounting, okay. write their names, and do just the little, little things that help them. Mm -hmm. And we have stories about people who could not read and write, who are now reading, writing, can now at least do basic accounting. And somewhere in Tema, there's this young child who is not a market person, but the mother benefited from this program, and therefore the mother was able to teach the child, okay. and now the child reads. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, would how would you um, describe the success so far? I mean, in trying to bridge the unemployment gap in your own small way, how has it been so far? A couple of days ago, I went to an event where the guest speaker actually said a lot about what Full Gospel has done for men in Ghana. Okay. And then just this last Sunday, in my church, as we our church, the um, pastor in charge, Professor Samuajidu, actually said, to my amazement, that he wants to thank Full Gospel. 
He said that because the international president of Full Gospel is a Ghanaian. Okay. And is in the same church with me. So he said he wants to thank Full Gospel because a lot of men would have been wayward. A lot of families would have been wayward, but for Full Gospel, who instilled moral, ethical values in their men, and therefore the men went home and became better husbands. Mm -hmm. And the same for the ladies who are in Full Gospel. Okay. If you commit to the teachings of Full Gospel, if you commit to the way things are done in Full Gospel, you become a better wife, a better mother, a better worker. And therefore, in full gospel, the ladies, the men, are empowered not just to serve God in churches. That is wrong. Mm -hmm. We are marketplace people. So wherever you are is your marketplace. Mm -hmm. If you are a teacher, the classroom is your marketplace. Okay. If you are a doctor, the hospital. Media people, the media landscape is your marketplace. So wherever you find yourself, affect those people. Let them see the difference that you make because you know God and because you are morally right. And that in itself will spill over. Mm. Tell me about the World Convention coming up on July 13. What's the objective? So every year, Full Gospel holds a World Convention. And this year, it's coming in Ghana. The theme is Empowered for Service. It's a three-day convention from the 13th to 15th of July, yeah. where people from all over the world will meet. There are seminars. For example, we have the main theme that is Empowered for Service. And then we have a youth forum. We have a business expo. We have seminars on family, marriage, finance, business, and then we have a ladies' conference. Okay. Apart from the fact that people are coming to Ghana, spending, and therefore it helps the economy. Mm. There's also the aspect of participants learning and being enriched in different, different aspects of life. Okay. And then there's the spiritual side of it, where spiritually you'll be empowered. Mm. For example, we have speakers like Joshua Salman, I don't know if you know Joshua Salman from Nigeria. Okay. Joshua Salman is a world-acclaimed uh, speaker, motivator, miracle worker. He's coming to speak. Okay. And Joshua Salman, I'm sure, would not only teach people Christian beliefs and things, but there will be a miracle service where, God willing, the power of the Holy Spirit will be manifested. One of the things we believe in full gospel is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Because our founder, Demo Shakarian, founded this fellowship on the basis of visions that he had. Okay. And all these visions were through the works of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So we do not look the, leave the Holy Spirit out of anything we are doing. Mm -hmm. So one of the greatest things that's going to happen these three days is the empowerment of the Holy Spirit where ordinary men and women mm -hmm. will manifest the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And that means that through healing, through prophesying, through the various gifts of the Holy Spirit. Okay. Well, what role specifically will the ladies be playing in those three days? Of in the three days, the hospitality is what the ladies do. For example, when they come to Ghana, they're welcoming, making sure that they are comfortable. 
if you like the proverbial Ghanaian hospitality, that's what we do. Okay. But our main event is the ladies' conference that comes on on the 14th of July, mm. 2 p.m. to 5 p.m. We have Dr. Pel Kupe. Dr. Pel Kupe is an attorney from South Africa. Okay. She's an international global speaker. She is herself a businesswoman, and she runs a women's ministry. Okay. She will be speaking on the theme, Empire for Service. Okay. In these times and seasons, everybody, not just ladies, must know how to position themselves and be able to make do with what God provides. Mm -hmm. One of the things that we're going to learn during the ladies' conference is how to harness our resources as women how to complement each other, and how to uplift each other to change the narrative. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of the times we are stuck in our feminist roles and the roles that society works out for us. Mm -hmm. But in the Bible, if we take Debo Deborah, if we take Esther, we see how God used them to save Israel. Mm -hmm. So in that ladies' conference, the women are going to be empowered. The women are going to be stirred up to be able to see the potentials that they have and to harness them and make something good of it so that we live a fulfilled life. What, what impact are you looking forward to you know, actually having on, especially the young ladies, uh, after this con uh, convention? The Women's Conference, for example, is open to the public. So okay. we're going to go out and give invitations. Okay. And Full Gospel is an adult fellowship. Mm. We have the youth fellowship okay. in the university for th in the university and they are also coming. Okay. For example, in the ladies conference we are hoping that every lady who comes whether you are an adult or you are a youth will go away having understood fully the potentials that you have. Okay. And having understood that you can harness your abilities and your skills not just to change yourself, but to affect other people and therefore change your society. Mm. Are there business opportunities? Yes, there's a big business expo. From the 13th to the 15th, there is the whole convention is being held at the Grand Arena. The Grand Arena is on the premises of the Accra International Conference Center. When you enter, the Grand Arena is on your right. That's where the uh, um, conference will be held. Okay. There will be a business expo inside the Accra International Conference Center okay. where all businesses in Ghana can come and exhibit. Okay. So for those who haven't come, please register and come. And the three days, you can exhibit your things. Yeah. And there is a business seminar where businessmen and women will be not just encouraging what they are doing, but will be open to learn new ways of doing things, mm -hmm. new initiatives, and so on. Mm -hmm. And the, the, the interesting thing is, with all that 2,500 people, mm -hmm. there will be a great network of ideas. Okay. There will be a great network of ideas where, for example, you in the media, you can meet somebody else from that country who is in the media. Mm -hmm. You can engage in all kinds of... Um, initiate talk about things and learn from them. Mm. So it's an opportunity to network okay. on the social, on the spiritual side. Certainly, this is going to be a great opportunity. I mean, am I, am I invited? 
Yes, I will definitely send you an invitation card <laughs> for the opening ceremony and for the ladies' conference. I won't miss this. And for the ladies' anything. conference. And, 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 and following up, it's an invitation okay. for business people mm. to come and join the fellowship okay. because it's one of the largest Christian movements okay. in the whole world. Okay. And people will tell you how Fugos has affected them, either through going to a breakfast meeting or a seminar or even meeting a member of the full gospel. Okay. We are changing the world. Mm. We are not one of those who loudly proclaim on rooftops, we are not in the media houses doing things. We are training our members to go to their offices, to go to their workplaces and affect those in their workplaces. Mm. Like I said, we're marketplace fellowship. Mm. So for us, where you work, where you live, it's your ministry. Okay. It's your ground. Okay. I wish you all the best. I mean, Thank you so much. Three days. It's going to be big in Ghana. It is going to be big in Ghana. Yeah. And uh, we're looking forward to a fruitful uh, discussion and deliberations at the meeting. important. It's the only way you get to know the things that happen around you, what affects you today and the future. At Joy News, we have reporters scattered around the country who tell us about the communities they live in, the people and their stories. The key part of our job here at Joy News is to make clearer the muffled voice. At the Home Depot, we'll get your kitchen clicking. With savings on top brand appliances, like a new LG Counter Depth Max refrigerator with ultra-large capacity on the inside and a seamless look on the outside. Or an LG oven with built-in air fryer for crispier, healthier cooking. Plus, with convenient shopping in-store and online at the Home Depot, your innovative new appliances are just a click away, too. Get special buy savings, plus up to $1,000 off select kitchen appliances like this exclusive LG kitchen package at the Home Depot. It's Ram season which means it's time to serve with Ram 1500, Ram 3500, and Ram TRX. Hurry in now for great deals on the trucks that are built to serve. Right now during Ram season, get 10% below MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Ram 1500 Laramie. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. Contact dealer for details. Take retail delivery by 531-23. 
though it was only show, 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 uh, yeah. uh, those times in the now, I there. It wasn't show business. Yeah. It was show. We were, we were. You were just like, having we were fun. Interested in the performances, uh -huh. like the shows, the rappers, and yeah. going. Yeah, that was what we were doing. So as I said earlier on, mm. I didn't intend to travel to Accra. Mm. It, it was a call, a call of duty. Okay. Yeah, I would say that. So I had a call from Tony, Samini Svarije. Uh, shout out, shout yeah. out to Tony Pan. Yeah. I was receiving such calls, like mm. a lot of people wanted to work with me. Oh, you are very good. I want to work with you. Mm. Whatever I do, a freestyle, people show interest and stuff like that. But yeah. Tony called and Dr. Pounds also called to like talk about Tony. Like he called and he recommended Tony. That, okay, mm. Tony, I was in school with Tony. He's managing Samini. I didn't know he was Samini's manager. Yeah. He's managing Samini and he has done it before. So, so Dr. Do Pounds kind of convinced me. Mm. Yeah, so I met Tony. We scheduled for a date. I met Tony in Accra, and we, we, that, that was we started it. working. Yeah, you, you've learned uh, how how much did you learn when you were with Tony, Tony. and you know the high grade? Yeah, I realized I didn't know anything. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I realized I didn't know anything. So uh, I was willing to learn, mm. unlearn, and mm. relearn. Uh, mm. So that was what I was doing. So when I went there, like the people of Takradi were behind me because yeah. yeah, I was everywhere in Takradi, and all of a sudden I moved, and yeah. the news came. They saw me on TV, uh, Samini talking about me, endorsing me, and stuff mm. like that. So they they couldn't wait. So the pressure was coming. Kofi, when is the next song? Coming. What are you doing? When is your next video? Like they were curious. They wanted to know what's going on, and I didn't blame them. They, they, they are diehard fans. Yeah. yeah, they supported me to that level. So I need to account to them. Mm. What, what was your first song under the label uh, 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 High Grade? Uh, uh, it was called This Year. This Year. This Year. Zakios go for Jesus. Obasakra manabra boy different. This Year. Zakios under business. Bia obenya interest. This Year. So how many songs did you release under the label High Grade from before before you moved? I know that so, you had a high, couple in High Grade. It wasn't like release song for releasing song sake. Yeah. Like they were grooming me, they were training me. Yeah. Yo, it's show business now. It's no more show. Mm. Like branding. That's how you have to go about. about you know, the system is like this. So you make sure you do songs like this. So I was learning from Samini, from Tony, from okay. everyone. Yeah, yeah. So that was it. So at high grade, I realized my promotion was kind of some way mm. because Samini was there yeah yeah so you have to look out for Samini first, first. before me yeah. so I realized okay mine is some kind of percentage so I have to put in my best I have to make sure my songs will be easier to be promoted like when Tony or somebody takes my song somewhere to promote a DJ will say oh I love I even love this song let so, me play so mm. that was what like I had in mind or, or what I plan to do to make sure my promotions will be easier. Mm. People, if, even if DJs wouldn't play, the fans will love it, and that was the, so. The focus was to build a fan base mm. so that when the songs come and they are not playing it on air, the fans, the fans, the fans have it, and the, the fans will come for the shows. They will, they will sing the songs along. So I had a lot, a whole lot going on. I had a whole lot of plans. So that was how come like my songs are this way. I make sure. I put in my all, I make sure people can relate to, I make sure it's the best. Mm. Yeah. Have you always known that you're a very good writer? 
when it comes to you know the music business because apart from the rap that everybody else knows you for I mean even before you you broke broke yeah. broke into yeah. a car uh, you you write very good songs and it has won you awards a lot of them have you yeah. always known that listen I'm, I'm very good at, <laughs> at writing because what you do at TTI, TTI. is drawing you just mentioned you yeah. draw you know yeah. oh, but, but you write songs and the songs comes out and it's quality yeah, I, I would say that is talent. Mm. Yeah, that is talent. Before you go to 